Okay, so today we're reading the Monster Stories book. We are still in the gruesome giants and awful ogres section. And within that section, we are now on the fifth story in that section, which is called Jack in Wales. And when I say Wales, I don't mean whales like the big sea mammals. I'm not talking about ocean creatures. I'm talking about a country called Wales. It's spelled differently. It doesn't have an H. And Wales is a country that is in the United Kingdom. And it's on the same island with England and Scotland. California. No, I'm afraid California is in an entirely different country. That's where we live. So, do you understand? Wales, the country, not the person. So when we say the story is called Jack in Wales, we don't mean that Jack is being eaten by a whale. We mean that he is in a country. Are you ready? Okay. Jack in Wales, and it's written by Flora Annie Steele, and it's read by Mommy and Iggy Peck. Iggy Peck. Architect. Architect. Excellent. Here we go. Once upon a time, Jack, the famous giant killer. Oh, this is the one that's from the beanstalk. Jack, who... who who chopped down the beanstalk and then the, the giant fell. Do you remember that story? Okay. So this is that guy. Okay. Found himself lost in wild whales, far from any human house. As night fell, he wandered on until, on entering a narrow valley, he came to a very large, dreary-looking house, almost a castle, standing alone. Being anxious for shelter, Jack went up to the door and knocked. You may imagine his surprise and alarm when the summons was answered by a giant with two heads. Now, that is an interesting statement. The summons was answered by a giant. So the summons, do you know what summons are? A summons is when you have called somebody to do something. So if you knock on the front door, it's summoning someone to come to the front door to open it. So, or if I were to be in the kitchen and I said, Philip, come here. That would be me summoning you to come to me. So it's kind of like something that gets your attention and gets you to go to it. That's what a summons is. Okay. Like if I would say to a bad guy, if I'm trying to fight it. Oh. Hey, bad guy, come over here so I can defeat you. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that. to say, come over here, that's absolutely a summons. Although, I would highly recommend that we not fight bad guys right this very moment. Because we are, in fact, having story time. Shall we continue? But though the giant's look was very fierce, his manners were quite polite. The truth was that he was an evil giant. 
He appeared friendly, because this was how he tried to win people over, by the show of false friendship. So he welcomed Jack heartily in a strong Welsh accent and prepared a bedroom for him, where he was left with kind wishes for a good rest. Jack, however, was too tired to sleep well, and as he lay awake, he overheard the giant muttering to himself in the next room. Jack was very, had very keen ears, which means keen is another way of saying good, favorable, workable, good ears. And he was able to make out these words or something like them. Though you lodge with me this night, ye shall not see the morning light. My club will dash your brains out right. Do you say, said Jack, starting up at once, so this is your trick, is it? But I'll be even with you. Then, leaving his bed, Jack laid a big piece of wood among the blankets, and taking one of these to keep himself warm, made himself snug in the corner of the room. Okay, so what's happened here is the giant has decided he is going to take his club and go and whack poor sleeping Jack in the head. But Jack overheard him. This is the reason why we should never talk to ourselves out loud. Um, Jack heard him and said, uh-uh, no way. I'm gonna, if you're gonna play an evil trick on me, evil two-headed giant, I am going to play a trick on you. And so he has put a big wooden stick in the bed. Okay. And sure enough, in came the giant on tiptoe, carrying a big club. Then, whack! giant jack could hear the bed being beaten until the giant thinking every bone of his guest's body must be broken went out of the room again then jack went calmly to bed once more and slept soundly the next morning the giant couldn't believe his eyes when he saw jack coming down the stairs fresh and hearty odd splutter her nails he cried, astonished. Did you sleep well? Was there nothing you felt in the night? See, this giant thought he had really done Jack in. But Jack was too smart for him. Oh, replied Jack, laughing in his sleeve. I think a rat did come and give me two or three flaps of his tail. The giant was dumbfounded. He led Jack to breakfast, brought him a bowl that held at least four gallons of porridge, and told him to eat the lot. When Jack was traveling, he wore a leather bag under his cloak to, cloak to carry his things, and as it happened, he still had it with him. So quick as a thought, he hitched it in the round in front with just the opening under his chin, and then he set to work on the mighty bowl. He filled it, it was filled to the brim with gray, lumpy porridge. 
and as he spooned up the mixture, he slipped the best part of it into the leather bag without the giant being any the wiser. So they sat down to breakfast and the giant gobbling up his own measure of porridge while Jack carried on with his. Now see, says crafty Jack when he had finished, I'll show you a trick. And with that, he stood up with a carving knife, ripped up the leather bag, and out fell the porridge on the floor. Odd splutter nails, cried the giant. Not to be outdone, he said. I can do that myself. So he seized the carving knife, ripped open his own belly, and fell down dead. And so Jack got rid of the Welsh giant. And what a horrifying way in which to do it. (laughs) That is a crazy story, isn't it, Philip? So there's a moral in that story. And it's called Never One Up Your Buddies. Or You're Not Buddies. It means just because everyone else is doing it doesn't mean you should do it too because there's sometimes tricks involved. And I think that that's what this story is trying to tell us. If this giant had been smart, he would have thought, now nobody can slice open their tummy and spill out a bunch of porridge without it hurting. Nobody can slice open anything on their bodies without it hurting, right? Oh, I wish he would have thought. But then I suppose he was a nasty evil giant and I suppose he probably was going to cause all sorts of trouble, so. That's what happens when you're a nasty, evil giant. And that's the end of our story. Can you say the end? Yeah. The end. Yeah, what a ding dong. <laughs>